Hey everyone, welcome to the Restoring Rapport podcast. My name is Seth Hensley and this is a podcast about reclaiming the place of priority relationship is providentially intended to hold in your life. You know, we live in a world where community is far too often pushed to the back burner in favor of less important things, but the good news is that it doesn't have to stay this way. As believers, we have the choice to prioritize connection in our life every day and to live face-to-face with God and people. In this show, I'll be number one, sharing research which supports the importance of relationship, number two, giving you tools to help you improve your interpersonal connections, and number three, sharing writings that I have done in the past on the importance of community. It is my sincere hope that the content presented in this podcast equips you to better serve and love others. To access my past and future articles, subscribe to my YouTube channel, or purchase a copy of my books, visit homeschoolerponderings.blogspot.com. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Restoring Rapport podcast. I'm super excited to have you guys on today for episode 17, which is going to be an interview with two of my favorite people. They're an awesome couple that I met at OU Southern. Um, One of them's in middle childhood and the other's in my early childhood program. And today we're going to be talking about the benefits of getting married young. And this is something I think a lot of young people today especially don't um, make themselves aware of because they don't see that many examples of it. And today I'm introducing you to a living example of the benefits of getting married young. So Ryan and Sarah, could you just introduce yourselves really quick and tell everybody listening just something little about you? Um, you want me to go first? Yep, sure. Okay. So um, like Seth was saying, my name is Sarah Wheeler. Um, I'm 20 years old and I go to OU Southern with him in... Um, early childhood education. Um, I don't know if you guys know anything about the Enneagram, but I'm an Enneagram uh, one wing two, like almost to a T, like it's kind of scary. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm like super orderly. I love checking things off my to-do list. And um, I honestly jump from hobby to hobby quite a bit, but right now I'm really getting into reading. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Ryan, what about you? All right, well, my name is Ryan Wheeler. Uh, I go to OU Southern, and uh, like Seth was saying, I'm pursuing a middle childhood education degree. Uh, I plan to graduate in May of 2022. I'm deeply involved with my church in Ironton, First Baptist Church, where I run slides and camera for Sunday morning services. Um, my hobbies range from watching TV shows, movies, reading books, and running. Nice. Awesome. And the reason that I chose Ryan Sayre today was obviously, that they chose to get married young. And um, I've actually interviewed them in the past for this. I'm doing an article this summer on um, the reasons that getting married young should not be dismissed. Just not that everybody should do it, but that the reasons that it's a viable option. And they gave me some awesome responses for that. So I knew, I 100% knew that they were going to be a great couple to get insight from for this show. This is going to actually be the first of a series on getting married uh, young. I don't know exactly how many we're going to do yet. It depends on how many people I can get to interview, but it should be four to five. So um, I hope you guys enjoy um, the next four series on that. Basically, we're going to be covering reasons. There are plenty of reasons that could be it could be dangerous to get married young. I'm not going to talk about those. We're not going to talk about those really. We're just going to tell you the reasons that it could be a benefit to you. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and dive into the questions you guys Um, marriage is often postponed into the late 20s or beyond by many people today. Um, What are some of the reasons that you guys decided to go against this cultural trend and get married young? I know that um, 
I've done some looking into this for that article I was telling you about, and 20, um, the average age of marriage for women was 20 in 1960, and it was 23 for men in 1960, and today it's 27 and 29. So it's gone up by about, it's gone up by about a decade. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people think that, you know, people that I talk to seem to just su- suggest through their conversation that it's better to wait when you're more stable or... Um, they use the word stable or financially independent or Mm -hmm. there are other words that are thrown around there, but they suggest that it's better to wait. And I see the benefits to that often, but I also see, you know, tremendous benefits for getting married young. So I asked you guys here today to tell me the benefits of getting married young because you guys have firsthand experience. So what would you say um, are some of the reasons that you guys decided to go against this cultural trend? Um, well, I would say the number one reason that we decided to um, get married when we did was we felt God calling us into a new season of life, into a season of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, we had discussed marriage really early on in our relationship, and we both knew that that was like ultimately the end goal. Um, so um, we knew that like around us and just in general, like the norm is to graduate college, yep. get engaged, wait a year. And then get married once you have, like, a stable job, like a full-time job. Mm-hmm. And um, we met when I was 17 and he was 19. And, like, the more we got to know each other and the closer we became, the more we were, like, we really don't want to wait that long. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, we just kept, like, kind of praying about it and um, focusing on, like, growing in our relationship together. And we finally got to a point where we were, like, you know, like, what's the point in waiting? Like, why not just mm-hmm. go ahead and do it? Like, everything, no matter how long we wait, not everything is going to be in perfect place. Right. Not everything. We're not going to be completely financial sta- financially stable. Like, um, life's short, and you don't know what the, like, one of us could be gone tomorrow, or yeah. we could have 50 years together. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so we were just like, we might as well just go ahead Shoot and do it. Yep. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, one of my favorite speakers actually talks about this. It, the, his, his, the context he used it in was having kids, but he was talking to people who would often come to him and say, we're not ready to have kids. We're not ready to have kids. We're not ready to this. We're not ready to that. And he's like, well, of course you're not ready. You don't have the grace for that because you haven't done it. Mm-hmm. And he talked about having the grace for things by stepping out and doing it, whereas you know, exactly like Sarah said, you when are you ever going to be, you know, quote unquote ready for something exactly. fully? Like, yeah. cause if you just don't make the move eventually, you're just not going to be ready because part of the readiness comes from taking that step of faith. So that's awesome. Uh, okay. What about you, Ryan? Would you, what would you, what would you say some are some of the benefits that you guys have reaped from getting married young? Well, um, I would say that, uh, one of the benefits is that you get to enjoy a new season of life together that you wouldn't get experience like while waiting for marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think you also get more time to spend, to live and do life together. Waiting another two or three years to me, just because everything isn't in order in a worldly sense, that is, uh, it takes away that time you could be spending together. It's true. Yeah. Um, so we get to, Another reason is because we get to travel places on our own together. That's mm-hmm. a good benefit. Mm-hmm. And um, you have someone to lean on when life changes, like getting a job or going to college. Yeah. Uh, you get to grow together and mature. That's the most important reason. There's definitely some room to grow mature when you're this young getting married. Mm-hmm. But doing it together makes your marriage all the more stronger uh, as you mature more. That's so awesome. Um, you actually just hit like three of the reasons that I'm gonna that I'm writing about. So it was good to hear you 
yeah. actually say those from experience. Mm-hmm. Um, especially a lot of people today, I don't think realize that, you know, not to rush people or anything, but every year you spend single is a year you're not with your, your, your partner. Mm-hmm. I mean, of your life. Cause you only have that much time in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you get to choose how you spend that. But for me, I would rather spend that mm-hmm. with somebody as opposed to, you know, without them for so long. And I'm not undermining preparation or anything like that. I'm just saying that I think a lot of people today don't realize, they don't think about it like that. I only have this much time in my life and I'm spending it doing this mm-hmm. by myself. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really good to realize exactly what Ryan just said and the shared life experience um, thing. I, uh, Me personally, I don't know about all the other people listening right now, but if I'm going to do things um, in life, I would rather do it with somebody. That That shared experience, that traveling, that working mm-hmm. together, that going through the instability of the 20s years, I would much rather do that with somebody. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. So <laughs> I love that. Definitely agree. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so much better. And like, it's just funny to see how like we have developed interests with each other. Mm-hmm. Like before we met, neither of us were big readers or big coffee drinkers. And now like <laughs> reading and drinking coffee is something we do together like nightly. That's awesome. And it's just so fun. And when we travel, we go to coffee shops yeah. and bookstores. Um, so that's fun to like grow an interest together because those are two interests we didn't have otherwise. And now meeting somehow we've developed them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so not only are we like merging our interests and like merging the ones that we had before we met each other, but we're developing new, new ones. ones on our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. That's with, great. Our, with each other. One of my mentors, um, Mr. Bill and Miss Amy, they actually have a daily coffee time at three o'clock every day. They sit down with each other uh, every day and they, you know, have some conversation over a cup of coffee. And that's their allotted couple time every day. And I really think that's awesome and special. And that's something that they developed after they got married. So I love that you pointed that out. Um, Ryan and Sarah both have Instagrams where they do book reviews and post books that they've read. And I love to read all the things that they are um, working on. I'll be sure to, they'll tell you their Instagram handles at the end of this episode. And I also want to um, point out that Ryan actually has a podcast for those of you listening. It's called The Lit Historian. So be sure to check that out. He goes over the the one I listened to is on Robinson Crusoe, and I loved listening to his take on it. I thought it was really entertaining. Um, he's extremely polished. So be sure to check out his stuff. Once again, all the links to that will be in the show notes, so you guys can just scroll down on this episode and find those. Um, but for our next question, why do you, you guys think that getting married young today is often discouraged? So what are some of the reasons that at the beginning of the episode I told you that? In my life, I've seen a lot of people kind of frown upon that and kind of look coldly at, towards that as an idea for young people. But I, we're, I mean, we're going over some of the benefits in this episode. So why do you think that culture collectively has chosen to advise against that? Um, so I was thinking about this question and like I made a list in my head of like some of the things that I think um, is discouraged and we necessarily weren't discouraged about these things when we decided to get married Mm -hmm. young but um, these are the reasons I think other people might be um, one of them is divorce rates Um, Mm. I think we see so many um, children who've grown up in broken homes and um, seen their parents go through divorce and because of that they just don't see they don't see a point in it if they think they're going to get divorced Mm. either way yeah um and then i think with like you've got dating apps and instagram and social media and it's like there's all these options around you i think 
people are always thinking there's a better option out there mm. or yeah there yeah. maybe this person isn't my perfect person but maybe i can wow. find somebody else um so i think wow that's that is so good i don't want to interrupt you that's just so good <laughs> what, what she just said there i've seen so many people go throughout their life afraid to make that because they know it is a commitment it's a lifelong commitment they pe most people that i'm aware of don't go into into a marriage saying well this could be temporary we could just get a divorce <laughs> they mostly don't they yeah. mostly don't approach it that lightly so that decision to bind yourself to someone for the rest of your life does scare a lot of people i think and they're like I don't know if I'm actually hitting the right target or um, there are, you know, 7 billion people in the world. Maybe I need to look elsewhere. Maybe I need to move around. But at some point it just becomes uh, looking at the person who's incredibly valuable right in front of you and being willing to overcome that fear and take that first step. So I love that you said that. Sorry. Didn't yeah. mean to interrupt you there. <laughs> um, actually. Yeah. So I read a um, blog article about two years. I think it was before I met Ryan and it was by um, Mary Kate Robertson, and she <laughs> really, yeah. And she talks about like how they always talk about the one, mm -hmm. and um, the one like it makes it seem like there's a lot of pressure that the one is the person who's supposed to fulfill like every part mm -hmm. of you yeah. and be your perfect match and like make ultimately make you like so like happier than you could ever be with anybody mm, else yeah. and like ultimately she says that like if you spend your whole life searching for the one you're not going to find them because all humans are imperfect and nobody yeah. is going to perfectly fulfill you only wow. god can do that yeah. so when i read that like that just took so much pressure off of trying to find this perfect person for that's me. really powerful yeah uh, in that same interview, I read where her parents actually wished that they had gotten married younger. So that's an example of getting to that point in life where you you are financially stable. You have all these things. You, you're at the age where culture considers you appropriate for marriage. But then you're looking back and saying, well, actually, I would have done things differently when I was 20. Mm -hmm. I would have actually yeah. gotten married then. And to, for them to say that, it's even more carries even more weight because they have that life experience. So yeah. I was glad to read that. And I've read the same article that Sarah was talking about, and it was pretty powerful. Mm -hmm. um, for those of you who don't know, Mary Kate Robertson and John Luke Robertson um, got married when they were younger. I don't even remember what the exact age was. Was it 19, Sarah? I, I think so, because they went through college okay. together. Yeah. And I, they got married pretty young, and um, they they have, I think, I don't know how many kids they have. now. I follow them on Instagram, but they they have at least one. Mm -hmm. And um, they seem to be doing great living life <laughs> together as opposed to, you know, by themselves preparing. So that's just a, that's just a real world example of a couple who's done this. I know there are others. I, I follow a couple named Matt and Abby Howard. They do lots of default yeah, interviews. They're yeah, they're my favorite. They, they, they do lots <laughs> of YouTube videos. They do Instagram, TikTok, whatever, whatever you name it. And they actually, something I find amazing about them is they get to wake up every morning and work together. Mm -hmm. They don't have to go to in separate institutional workplaces. They get to to make their money, do make their living literally in the same room with each other all day. Yeah. So that's just really special. Um, um, Jess and Gabriel Conti are another. They're I think they're a little bit more famous, but um, they did the same thing. They worked together for their job. Um, they got married when they were you know younger than much younger than the cultural norm of twenty seven and twenty nine. Um, they were on the early twenties probably. And I mean, they're, they're richer, they're, they have more money than I probably will at 40. So, I mean, it's just to say that you can't put a statement across all of humanity and say, this is the age that's culturally acceptable, 
acceptable to get married? Because I mean, what age is that? I know 17 year olds that make, you know, a huge amount of money in one year. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends is younger than me. He, he got married young as well. And I mean, he's going to be an editor for The Chosen, the TV series. Mm-hmm. He's worked, he's had movies in theaters on Amazon Prime. Um, he's a hard worker. And because of that, he's actually able to support a family much younger than he should be. Hi, guys. I just wanted to take a quick break and tell you about a few opportunities that you have as listeners to support this show. Number one, you can rate and review this podcast. Every rating and review I get helps promote my podcast on distribution sites. If you haven't already done so, it takes 30 seconds to leave a five-star rating and a written review. Number two, you can become a financial supporter of this podcast with a monthly contribution. Just scroll to the bottom of the show notes found in the description of each week's episode and click on the link labeled support this podcast. Many, many thanks to all my past and future supporters, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of this episode. Able to. So I think it's just dangerous to suggest, for culture to suggest that young people are immature and incapable of doing something when they really are. Um, you know, that reminds me of, I think there was a, Ryan, you'll probably really find this funny. Um, there was a, this is a bit of a history fact, I think. There was a, the youngest, I don't even know if he's the youngest ship captain, but... Um, there was a boy named David Farragut, I think, and he in the War of eighteen twelve. Have you? Okay. Yeah. At, in the War of well, actually, that might have been the ship captain. But in the War of eighteen twelve, this boy was given the title of a ship captain at twelve. That's crazy. I mean, he was put in. He was put in charge of prize vessels that were captured at twelve years old. And it's a lot of responsibility. To, it is. It is for, <laughs> for a twelve year old. And I, you know, kids today, the natural adult perspective is. You can't even handle making your bed at 12 years old. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, but really that might be more of a standard that you're projecting on that child than what they're mm-hmm. actually capable of doing. Because if, I mean, kids are, are kids. Sure, mm-hmm. they they might be, they're, they're different. They're all different. But I would say that kids are capable of handling much more responsibility than we give them credit for. So oh, yeah. Would yeah. you think that that is a good... This is a question for either of you. Would you think that that's a good argument for getting married young? Because I know a lot of people say, well, you're not ready yet. You're not, you don't have the maturity. You're not responsible. Um, but do you think that maybe a lot of the time that's a socially projected outlook and that kids are actually cap- more capable than we give them credit for? I think that honestly people mature at different ages. Yeah. And like people like might be a 20 year old might be more mature than a 35 or 40 or 50 year old. Um, so I think that's honestly something that is dependent on the person, Mm -hmm. but I think, um, how you like treat kids. Like if you treat like a 12 year old, like a little kid, they're going to be like that. Yeah. They're not going to believe that they can do more than that and be more Mm -hmm. than that. So they'll meet your expectations, whatever those are. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I love that. Um, Ryan, what would you say to those people who believe that marriage should be postponed, um, so that individuals can have their season of fun so that they can, you know, live it up by themselves without the ties of another person? Well, I thought a lot about this and I was thinking about, um, the fact that when you're in college, that's what literally, like you said, everybody, that's the exact, uh, I guess everybody wants to have fun in college and yeah. that's what their whole goal is. Yeah. I would say that if you're looking at that versus being married, I would say that you're missing out if you choose the season of fun life like that being yeah. in college. Honestly, I think doing life with your partner to me is the 
yeah. fun a fun season of life. I mean, it's not just something you commit to and you're tied down forever. It's a fun way of being with the person yeah. that you're marrying. Um, the fun is just extended out further the longer you're with yeah. them. Uh, yeah. A lot of people see a fun season of life as one that they're free to do whatever, be whatever, and have whatever they want. I see a season of life as fun when you're free to be with that one who helps you stay firm in Christ. Yeah. So it's like being free to be the one that you are meant to be in Christ. And that, I think that's what God really wants for people that he calls to be with each other. Yeah. Um, besides, like Sarah said earlier, you don't know when you or your partner is going to pass on. So if you're waiting to get married because you're wanting to have a lot of fun first, then I'd take that as a sign that there's still a lot of growth and maturity to be done right. in that area okay. before yeah. that, before you get married. Yeah. Those are, those are some great points. I mean, for me personally, I would totally back that 100%. For me, fun is having fun with a partner and not mm-hmm. having fun, you know, partying or staying up till five in the morning, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever, whatever your idea of fun is during the college season. For me, it would be infinitely, infinitely superior to spending that time with a person. So, mm-hmm. um, 100% love that as an idea. I think that's good life advice just in general, because I mean, one of those options is unhealthy. I yeah, mean, you, you yeah. you're wrecking your circadian rhythms. You're probably doing a lot of drinking and ruining yeah. your health. And then the other one, you're you're literally spending time with a person that you're you're literally quite literally made to be with. So because I know ten years after college, you're gonna look back and regret all oh, of yeah. that if that's how you live. You know, <laughs> like you're, you know you're going to. Yeah, you know you're going to. I mean, people do. Mm-hmm. They, they they say, man, I, oh my college years, I was so stupid, and then. They turn around and say, well, you have to enjoy your college years without Yeah, yeah it's like a married. contradiction to it. It's <laughs> totally a paradox. Yeah. Yep. So I'm glad you pointed that out. Um, what would you guys say to those who believe that marriage should be postponed so that individuals can have the college experience in the sense of going away to college? Because I know a lot of people want to um, go to a big university. Mm-hmm. And they, like we go to a small, a small um, southern campus of a big university and it's, you know, five minutes from my front door. So it makes it easy, but a lot of people want to move away and have that experience of living in a dorm and, um, becoming your own master when it comes to your time, managing yourself in public. What would you say to people who believe that that's a formative part of becoming mature? Could, do you think you can Um, become mature without that in order to get married? Yes, I definitely think that. Um, and I think that it's not impossible to go away and, like, still be married young, like, mm-hmm. going away to college. Um, we talked about Mary-Kate and yeah. John Luke earlier, and they went um, to, I'm trying to think of the college. It's a Christian college. Was it Tennessee? I'm trying to remember, um, too. It was. I, it's in Lynchburg. Lynchburg. Okay. I can't think. I can't think. Liberty. Liberty, Liberty. University. They went okay. away to Liberty and so they were able to stay up there. Yeah. Um, so they still were able to go away to college, but they still were married during that. Yeah. Um, so like we never went away to college, so we never really knew what that was like. But I think if I were to go away, I would want to go away with somebody by right. my side right. um, yeah. to experience it with just because like you're in a new place with new yeah. people, um, completely new surroundings mm-hmm. and um, what better way to go into something like that with somebody who has like chosen to commit their whole life to yeah. you? Mm-hmm. 100%. That's really good. I would personally never go away because I feel like I'm the kind of person who gets tied down to community very easily. So I have a good, stable, solid community here that I would never leave for the world. But for those people who don't and they go other places looking for that, yeah, I can only imagine that it would be so much easier when you have that person, that that source of stability to fall back onto mm-hmm. um, you know, at the end of every workday or whenever that is. 
um, 1000%. A lot of people today think that um, an additional concern for people who are getting married young is like financial concern, making how are you going to make enough money to support yourself? How are you going to make enough money to support your partner? Where are you going to live? How are you going to put a roof over your head? How are you going to feed yourself? Um, those type of things. How, uh, Ryan, how would you say that, what would you say to those people who believe that marriage should be postponed so that you make, you're making more money later? Um, or Sarah, yeah. whichever one of you. Yes. I'll jump in on this one because I'm like a big math person yeah. and numbers person. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely um, a math person when it comes to all this. So, um, there's obviously some truth into this. Like mm-hmm. when me and Ryan decided to get married, we didn't go in blindsided, like not yeah. even looking at any finances or budgeting or anything. Mm-hmm. Like if we were, we probably would not be making it right now, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah, right. um, but um, so we definitely had to take some things into consideration. And I think there's different things that you can do. Um, like smart financial decisions Mm -hmm. that can make it possible to get married earlier than you might plan. Yeah. Um, So like, for instance, I took college classes in high school. Mm -hmm. um, So I'm able to graduate a semester earlier than I would otherwise. Um, So doing things like that, like just preparing. um, Years in advance. Yes. Yeah. Um, Like um, we both chose to go to like probably the cheapest school in our area. (laughs) Um, And we have scholarships and stuff like that that help out. Um, so that takes off the load right there. And then, um, for instance, last year I needed a new car and instead of going out and buying a brand new car and going into loads of debt with it, I knew we were wanting to get married soon. So I found a car that was good and reliable, but I wasn't going to have to go into a bunch of debt with. That's so awesome. Um, yeah. So, and then just budgeting and saving your money. Yeah. Um, basic skills. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Basic financial skills. I know, um, when it when the word money comes up, everybody looks to Dave Ramsey and all his financial yeah. piece, uh, university stuff. And I mean, it's possible to live. From what I've seen, it's possible to live according to that strict regime mm-hmm. as a young couple. I mean, the fifteen year mortgage um, with twenty percent down on a house, you can do that just by saving. If you're yeah. working a job after you graduate, you're making more money using your degree. You can use that to um, develop that down payment on your house really quickly. I mean, that's yeah. quicker than you'd think because you're bringing in all that money. And if you don't have, you know, fanciful, flamboyant bills on cars, nice mm-hmm. cars and nice housing, um, that's going to go up a lot faster. So I, I would totally agree. I haven't experienced that yet, but in my head, it makes sense that you could do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I love that you guys t- can speak to that from experience because I, lo- I think a lot of people would look to, um, you know, young people who are wanting to get married young and say, you know, yeah, you've got it all worked out on paper, but you really don't know what it's like to have to yeah. make, it, <laughs> make it and scrape by with mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm glad. So I'm glad that you guys can look and say, well, no, we've done that. <laughs> we're, yeah. doing, we're doing it. And it's working yeah. um, because we're willing to um, sacrifice, you know, a flamboyant lifestyle mm-hmm. in exchange for what we consider to be, you know, truly valuable. So I really love mm-hmm. that you guys have, um, made that choice and that you're, you know, continue, continuing to make that choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so of all, of all of the things that we've discussed, of all the benefits that we've discussed to getting married young, uh, how many of them ha- have you guys experienced all of them personally, or do you just believe that some of them are, um, that they could be a benefit? Um, I mean, yeah. I think, I think we've 
personally experienced them for sure. Uh, I think mainly we both have, uh, have seen God work in our lives together and make our lives uh, better together. Yeah. We've seen a lot of obstacles face as well as fun times have with each other uh, better than if we're alone. Right. And uh, God's really made us grow better. I especially can say I've grown better with her by my side. Uh, I strive to always be a better person through Christ because of her. And I believe like God's showing me through her the importance of righteous living mm-hmm. and praising him who gave me her. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um, that reminds me, you know, of the verse in scripture that says for the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of guys today, I mean, obviously as believers were called to endure the cross, but I think a lot of guys today are attempting to endure the cross without a joy set before them <laughs> in the sense that they don't really have anybody. They don't have a treasure of a partner to be working for and um, developing character for. Mm -hmm. Um, They're just sort of doing that, knowing that one day when they're 27 or 29, they might get married. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're essentially fighting for something that they can't really see. And I think it's, I think getting married young prevents that in a lot of ways because you know, the the early or late teen years, early twenties are challenging years, man, for everybody. Mm -hmm. And, um, everybody's going to have to go through them. But when you have that joy set before you as a man, I think it's so much easier to navigate those years when you have oh, yeah. somebody that you're you're fighting for, you're working for, um, you're protecting your connection with. So I love that Ryan yeah. pointed that out. I think that's so important for, for men especially to understand. And um, just I see so many guys today who are kind of aimless in the sense that they don't really know what they're doing. They don't know what to do. And guys are made to focus on something and work for it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think so, so many problems that I think we have today with guys are because we're aimless. Yeah. So I love that you pointed out that getting married young provides you with an aim. Sorry, Sarah. Barbara. There's a book. Um, it's called Wild at Heart by Brett yeah, Eldridge. John Eldridge. Yeah. John Eldridge, not Brett Eldridge. I love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, John Eldridge. Um, and um, Ryan read that and... I read his wife wrote a book and it's kind of I've, the female I've read version of some that. of hers, like half of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it talks about that same thing in there about how guys like, um, even when they're little, like boys, they have this sense that they need to protect somebody yeah. and save mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah. And, um, that's kind of like pointing to like how they are as like, yeah. as adults. Oh, yeah. Poor desires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really cool. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And I think a lot of guys today, um, you know, people complain about millennials living with their mom and dad. But I mean, when you're aimless, that's what you do. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you, 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 if you have no woman to incentivize you to provide for, you have no children that you want to protect. You have no, you know, ambitious life goal in a lot of ways of, you know, what really matters, developing a family. You have none of that. So you, you're, you're, you completely lack the motivation to, that I think that's what family is designed for in a way for men is to give them the best target for their masculine energy and passion so that they can use it towards that. And when they don't have, when you, you're taking their target away, of course they're going to miss. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it makes 1,000% nope. sense to me. Um, and speaking of men in particular, Ryan, um, are there any reasons that you think men specifically benefit from getting married young um, in general? Well, if you think about uh, being single and things like that, you're when 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 you're single, men's faced with a lot of challenges and insecurities in life yeah. while being single. Like, what kind of job should I take on? What steps should I take to make those things happen? Yeah. Um, how do I make sure that I'm taking the right st- steps in these areas? Um, 
I think about when the Bible, when Genesis, and when God says that it's not good for man to be yeah. alone. Yeah. So God provided a helper to accompany Adam, yeah. um, and he was extremely pleased with her. That's why he called her a woman. Right. So to men that are questioning whether or not to get married now or in the future, just think about how many challenges and insecurities you have in your own life. And if you're willing to open up to that one person in your life, and maybe you already have, then this can definitely be a huge help in deciding that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really good. I think a lot of people undermine that verse by saying, well, that's Old Testament. Oh, yeah. And I'm saying that's the foundation of the world, though. It is. That's the beginning of everything. That's Mm -hmm. why Why would we, out of everything that we could have had in Scripture first, why is that the very the beginning? The family, the creation of a marriage—that that to me just says something huge. That mm-hmm. I mean, if you can't, if you don't have that fundamental principle down, how are you going to do anything else in life? Because exactly, it, you need that helper. That I, something that I learned was that God actually uses that word, the word for Eve, the helper word, to reference Himself for humanity. Mm-hmm. So that's like saying, in a way, that's like saying, you know, humanity trying to go without God is equivalent to saying man trying to go without woman to me. Yeah. Right? Because you're you're trying to go without something that you were intended to go with. You're trying to go it alone, do it solo, fly solo. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not made to do that. You're not made to hop on one leg for your entire life. So I love that you pointed that out. Um, and Sarah, I guess I could ask you the same thing. Are there any reasons that you think women specifically would benefit from getting married young as opposed to just postponing into the late 20s? Um, well, so like I mentioned earlier, the book, um, Wild at Heart, Mm -hmm. there's the female, um, version of that book that was written by his wife, um, Stacey Eldridge, and it's called Captivating. And that just kind of talks about how as, um, yeah, like as little girls, like we have this longing desire to feel like loved and worthy and appreciated. And that takes us up into like our teenage years and our adult years. And, um, I think I see so many like teenage girls and um, college age girls and even girls past that who are looking for that feeling of love and feeling of worthiness in the wrong places. Um, They look for it through social media, um, through attention from guys, through dating apps, um, through all these different places. And they ultimately end up feeling heartbroken and um, experiencing pain in the end of it because it's not lasting. And I feel like, well, for me, like, obviously, like, even married, you still kind of feel that mm-hmm. sometimes. Right. And it's just such a game changer having Ryan next to me here um, to just, like, remind me not only, like, how much he loves me, yeah. but how much I'm loved by God, too. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. And so awesome. I just think that, like, yeah. so many young girls could benefit from having that kind of support in their lives. Yeah. That's really good. That's so powerful. Um not to go too heavily, heavy on philosophy or anything, but something I'm talking about in my next article is that the Greek culture only has one word for man and husband, and they only have one word for woman and wife because they believe that if you were a man, you were intended to be a husband, and if you're a woman, you were intended to be a wife. They almost believe that one human was one man and one woman, and that you were technically not... Um, fulfilling your your purpose in the sense of what you were made for if you were single which is very that's that's totally different than the american philosophy which is that you were complete in and of yourself and until you realize that you can't be a whole person mm-hmm. so it's completely completely opposite um of that but i just wanted to point that out because that's not the only way of looking at it um that's not the only way of you know seeing yourself as sufficient is not the only way of 
seeing the human condition. So mm-hmm. I think marriage is a great um, is a great thing, and maybe just maybe the Greeks had a little bit of a healthier perspective. <laughs> Hel- maybe, healthy, yeah, maybe <laughs> um, than our our self sufficient selves. So I just wanted to point that out. Um, also, that that Stacy Eldridge book, Captivating, that Sarah was talking about. I've read a li- I've read like two thirds of that, and something they say over and over in that book is that um, women were made to play an irreplaceable role in an adventure. And I think that is marriage is that adventure. I would even I would even broadcast that to the guys too, that marriage is mm-hmm. that target, that adventure that you're designed to play a role in. And when you take away that target, that's where you see aimless young people. So if we restore that target, if we put that back in front of them them and like raise them to believe this is what I'm shooting for, um, and we don't say you're not going to make it until you're 40. You're not going to make it until you're 27. We just say this is what you're shooting for. Um, I think they'll the decisions they make in life will be towards that end goal. And that leads to stability. So I just love that uh, Sarah and Ryan both pointed that out. Especially about, Sarah mentioned it in reference to women. But I think it's true for men too. Um, what are some difficulties? Because I don't want to paint this picture for our listeners that, you know, getting very young is easy. I'm not saying it's easy. What are some of the difficulties that you believe um, getting married young entails? Well, um, there are definitely some financial financial the financial difficulties yeah. that you'll run into, and yeah. new responsibilities that you weren't used to having before you got married. Yeah. Um, at times, you need to remind yourself that you're not the only one you're taking care of anymore. You're not mm-hmm. alone. Yeah. You have a partner and a spouse. And although another thing is, although kids are a huge blessing. Um, you have to be prepared to take on the responsibility of kids right. when you may not be planning on having them yet. Right. Let me and- jump in here. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not pregnant, and I don't want anybody listening to this thinking that yourself. I'm pregnant because of that. I'm not. <laughs> Go ahead. But yeah, I think if God wills it, he'll guide you through all these things, including that, <laughs> um, as he has with us in the past and now. Right. But that's something you have to be aware of. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. 100%. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> um, cause man, uh, a lot of, that's another reason I think, I think that goes back to some of the reasons, you know, getting married young is often discouraged is people have, you know, made a mistake, gotten pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, then that, that's, that affects their life and it mm-hmm. causes all these problems. And so when they grow up and they're like, you know, they have kids, they're saying, don't get married young because, and because you could get pregnant. And when I was pregnant, it was bad. Because, yeah. <laughs> so they're, yeah. they're trying to essentially prevent their children from that. Um, so, I mean, that's, you know, a noble parental protective desire. Mm-hmm. It's just that um, just because something was done, you know, incorrectly or there was a mistake made mm-hmm. doesn't mean that, that, that that'll ne- necessarily be the case. Um yeah. For, for everyone who gets married young, yeah. Just because, like, somebody's not married doesn't mean they're not going to get right. pregnant. Like, right. So yep. it's not like they're protected from that. Right. And I feel like it's so much better to get, pre- like, pregnant by somebody who's going to be Stick in your around. life yeah. Yeah. for the long haul rather than somebody who's just passing through. So or true. Some mm-hmm. people may not even know who, like, yeah. who it is. Right. <laughs> true. So, That's all too common. And, yeah. um... I mean, it's very easy for guys to skip out like that. And uh, I think, you know, I find it amazing that some of the people slamming masculinity the loudest 
saying, you know, men are horrible because they leave women in the lurch after getting them pregnant. That's true. But you're also the same people that are screaming that marriage is not essential. Yep. They're basically mm-hmm. saying, you know, I, I don't think it's really important. It's, it's just a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a piece of paper that prevents exactly what you hate. It mm-hmm. keeps the guy around. You know, it's it's legally binding. It's the thing that glues, and when you tear it, something's broken on his part. That's what that's what its point is. So mm-hmm. I, I find it bizarre that we, you know, kind of undervalue marriage in that respect. I think it should be much more um, universally accepted as a good idea mm-hmm. in that regard. So um, in spite of these difficulties that you guys are just mentioned a second ago, would you say that it has been worth it? How, first of all, how long have you guys been married for those? Um, so we've been married for um, two months, a little over two months. Okay. Brand um, new. Yeah. Yep. So it. we're like, we're still in that honeymoon <laughs> oh, yeah. phase yeah. and that sort of thing. Love it. Um, but yeah, it's 100% been worth it um, mm-hmm. despite mm-hmm. any um, difficulties we've faced. Because yeah. like even in the two months we've been married, um, like there obviously has been like unforeseen um things come up and um difficult circumstances yeah um right. but i would say it was worth it and it might sound cheesy but just <laughs> because of like our love for each other yeah, yeah. and awesome. um i feel like growing up i've always been like a big planner and mm-hmm. i have i've had like everything in my life planned out like i'm going to do this um at this point like a whole like 5 year plan type thing mm-hmm. And then when I met Ryan, that kind of went out the window. Yeah. Like, wow. I was like, he's he's worth breaking my five-year plan for. <laughs> That's so great. And worth, like, going against the status quo. And um, so, yeah, it's just 100% worth it. <laughs> yeah. And for you as well, I would assume. Oh, yes, oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I definitely agree 100% that it's worth it. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. I, I I have not done that yet. I haven't made, been able to, to do what you guys have done, but I really admire people who make that leap. Mm-hmm. So you guys are awesome. Just thank you for doing that and for being an example to younger people that, hey, not only is it possible, but it comes with these benefits yeah. and broadcasting that to the world however you can. So um, what's one thought that you would both leave with listeners um, just as we, as we kind of wrap things up, what's one thing you would leave with, um, particularly people who are younger, you know, late, late teens, early twenties, what's that one thought you would leave with them? Well, one thought I have is don't be scared to commit to that one person. Right. Um, yeah. I know there's all kinds of dating apps, like she was mentioning, uh, there's all kinds of dating apps and possibilities out there. Um, because of that people get scared that committing to that one person will hurt them or tie them down. Mm. Uh, don't let these fears get in the way of a good thing. God can be providing for you with a relationship and that thinking may pass up that opportunity. That's awesome. That's awesome. I feel like um, a lot of a lot of guys and girls need to hear that. That's oh, yeah. It's <laughs> really good. Um, I think for me, um, I would just like people to like know that, you know, getting married young is not something that's going to like, er- not something everybody's going to experience. Right. Um, everybody experiences seasons at different times in their life and um some people might not even like ever experience a season of marriage um paul for instance um he figured out that like god used him better um as on his own rather than um with somebody and um so that's just something that's going to be different for everyone um Mm -hmm. so if you're listening to this and um you're single or you might be in an unhealthy relationship right now 
um, I just don't want you to think that you need to jump and like get married right. and all your <laughs> yeah. problems are going to be yeah. solved. Um, because like it's not going to fix everything. If I don't do this, I'm going to miss out on all these benefits. <laughs> yeah, like don't jump and like propose right now because of that. Right. Um, but and don't think that you're behind or anything because you're not married yet. Um, like I said, every season of life that we go through is valuable and it has purpose behind it and, um, just follow God's leading and take, um, steps of faith as you go through life. That's awesome. Um, when I read scripture and just in my own personal journey, I don't really see a God who requires mastery of one level before he lets you move on to another. Mm -hmm. I see God as somebody who designs you to work to growth in process. So you take that step of faith, you step off that cliff and then you start walking. It's not that you, you know, spend all these years preparing and then you become ready, quote unquote, ready to move to the next step. Preparation is a thing. Maturity is a thing. Yes. But it's that, that level of faith that I see throughout scripture. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, people walking on water, you don't prepare for that. That's not something you do. You just, Know that you are told to do that and step out in faith, do it. And that's how you are able to do it after that. So for you guys, um, what's some things that I would just like to, first of all, I would just like to thank you for, for coming in and for doing the interview with us. And yeah, uh, you guys, dro- yeah, yeah, absolutely. You guys drove here and um, this is an in-person interview for those of you listening. So where can the uh, listeners get in touch with you guys through social media or whatever? What are, what's your online presence? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, my if you want to get in touch with my bookstagram, that's what I call it. It's a book Instagram page. Uh, it is at sit.between.the.pages. And uh, then, yeah, sorry for the complicated username. That's kind of how I had to go. <laughs> no, it's fine. But uh, then if you want to get in touch with my personal Instagram, it's uh, at RyanWheeler98. Okay. Awesome. Um. Yeah, so if you want to get in touch with my bookstagram, um, it's the.bookshelf.blonde. Okay. Um, cool. So that's where you'll kind of see my book posts, my book reviews, and that sort of thing. And then um, my personal Instagram is Sarah underscore Wheeler underscore zero one. Nice. Awesome. And for those of you guys who um, would like to check out Ryan's History Podcast, I will make sure to put a link to that in the description and be sure to check them out on social media. Um, As always, be sure to look at my books online. You can get those through homeschoolerponderings.blogspot.com. Also, you can follow the Restoring Report podcast on Instagram now. Be sure to do that. We've been trying to post regularly um, quotes and ideas related to marriage and family. So follow that for all of those. Make sure to also leave a rating and review on Apple. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, that really helps more people find the show. So the more people that find the show, the more people that can hear the ideas we talk about. So if you enjoy, just do those things. And thank you guys so much for listening. We can't wait to talk to you next time.